Hey guys, welcome back to the Footy United podcast. I'm your host, Charles, and joining me through the power of the internet is Jose Aguirre. Yo guys, how's it going? Brian Zane. How are you? And the long last lost, excuse me, Nestor Villanueva. We actually found him, got him away from Zelda. What's up, Nestor? Mm-hmm. What's up, guys? How's it going? <laughs> and actually joining us tonight is a guest, uh, Matt Tent. He's on EvoWeb and NGB and a couple other forums, so you guys may have uh, seen him around. Uh, thanks for joining us, Matt. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Absolutely, man. So uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Everybody knows about us. They've been listening to us for a while, but um, you've been <laughs> playing PES for a while, right? Oh, man. I've been playing since uh, you know the old school days from J-League, J- um, you know, the first couple of Konami games, uh, Goldstorm 97, one of my all-time favorites. Nice. Yeah, so, you know, I've been, and then I've been playing just every type of console and, you know, a big PC gamer now, though, for sure. Oh, yeah? Yeah, well, that's kind of where, I, where I started a lot, yeah, for sure. Awesome. Are you, you, you fit, playing fit any? right in with Nestor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are you playing any consoles <laughs> now, or is, is, is PC where you're playing Pez these days? Dude, you know, I got a PS4 with all intent to play some, you know, some uh, some pests this year, and uh, unfortunately, it's now a, just a phone charger because I got my PC working <laughs> like crazy. Mm. Your PS4 is a phone charger? <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sorry. So I'm a PC guy through and through. You know, I'm an Matt, IT guy. So go figure. Matt, are, are you oh, into fine. the? Are you into the mods? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. For, for Pez and FIFA or whatever. How, oh, how yeah. is it? How is it right now? How is that community? Okay, so the PC group is really strong for Pez. Uh, FIFA, they can't crack the code, so forget that. But PC, <laughs> yeah, the new engine, right? Because yeah, the new engine's it. kicking their butt. Yeah, the guys on modding way are trying to modify it and can't do it. So it's all about the PC, uh, you know, on PES right now is really solid, really good. So I've got I've compiled like a mix of patches and turfs and everything. I'm very you, aesthetic, so I need you turfs. Share? Can you share what you did? Like, well, what yeah. mods you added? The one that I'm using right now is called Virtua Red. Um, which is really solid. It's got, you know, the biggest thing for me is, you know, like I said, aesthetics. I need faces, right, for players right. and um, proper squads and tactics and all that. So they, they do it really well. And they got stadiums that you can modify. And so, you know, knowing me, I'm, I'm always trying to find a different way to, you know, make the game more realistic. So I had to get custom stadiums and all that. So definitely got it going and, and working it. So, nice. Yeah, it's nice. pretty And, and, and you're, you're installing all that manually or do you have a mod manager? There's um they have this thing called DP file list um which basically is basically like a compressed amount of big files that are get mm. and, and then it just then it just builds out an output that finds the files by the file name and that's what loads first and then from there it just reads it and it's all you know within the file direct the directory and everything so right. it's yeah it's pretty nerdy stuff but it's awesome Okay, we got to talk later. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I have no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> Come on, B. <laughs> so, Matt, we, right, ask, take it away, we yeah. ask everybody who comes on, or I guess we will. I think, actually, we have asked everybody. But, Matt, what is your favorite winning 11 Pez? Of, if you had, you know, it's a tough question, but we got to hear it's your a, favorite. It's a tough one, but, you know, when I think about, like, like the feeling of nostalgia, it comes to winning 11-9 LE the liveware evolution. Nice. That was, nice. That's my all-time favorite. So. That's awesome. So being a modding guy, you probably had a modded PlayStation 2 back in the day and got some of the Japanese yeah. games. So if you were playing the LE versions, you must have. Yes, I grew up overseas, so you know oh, I. Okay. Oh, okay. I grew up, nice. <laughs> yeah, so I had access to you know, like quote unquote. You, you from a military family? 
No, my dad just moved around and, uh, you know, he was in, yeah, so I was, I grew up, I was born overseas in Indonesia. And so, you know, I've lived wow. here in the United States for like the last 15 years though. So I'm, you know. Okay. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Did you play, it's a game I always wanted to play, France 98, Konami's World Cup version. Did you play that? Um, no. It was, wait, which, uh, the Konami version? No. I don't think. Yeah. What? That, was, that, a that was a thing? That was there a was a game was from a game. Konami called Everything France. It was just yeah. called France 98, but it had all the licenses. This is before everything went exclusive. Yeah. Was, was that Europe? Cover. Was that Europe only? I don't know if it was Europe only. It might have been uh, Japan and Korea only. I'm not sure. The big thing with PlayStation at the time, I know, is like, is the different version you have. Like, if you were NTSC, you know, exactly. you could only play these kinds. Or if you were playing PAL, you could only play these kinds. Like, yeah, I can play I the Mike Lowen game that I don't remember the name of it, but I've always wanted to play that one. And I never got a chance because I had NTSC instead of PAL. I mm-hmm. actually bought a little green PAL converter that I imported from England. And we play PAL or NT. I mean, obviously, being in North America, we were NTSC. But then I then it didn't work perfectly, so I had to get a PAL TV. <laughs> so I ended up getting. <laughs> <laughs> and it was an old CRT TV. It's still in my parents' uh, library, and it weighs like four hundred pounds. But that That's with the, that with this little green converter is how I was able to play. Um, I can nice. play the British games, and I remember Pez 3 was the first. No, Pez yes. 3 was, I imported that with Colleen on the cover, but I had Pez 1. Oh, dude, oh, that was like man. the best day of my life when I finally got it working. It was like <laughs> six <laughs> months of trying to figure out, like, why won't this shit work? That's dedication. That's it. That's pretty dedication well, and understanding. What was like the outcome? What, what were you doing wrong to get it to work? It was, was just, it like a simple thing. No, like, it was oh, it was God. a conversion. It doesn't make it's it's what um, Matt was just talking about that PAL yeah. conversion. When I got the converter, which is like this little yeah. green box, it was like it would work, right? And it worked better than I'd ever had before because I went and I got my PlayStation Two modded, but I mm-hmm. still couldn't play PAL games. So I was having good luck playing the Japanese games. I could play those, but then I had to learn about ISO files at first because then I wanted to put in <laughs> patches because I needed a patch that would change the game to English. Yep. The, and it, so I went through all so, that, and then I really wanted, but I still really wanted Pez 1, which was just Pro Evolution Soccer that came out in England, which I think was winning 11-5. Yeah. And uh, I got this green converter B, and it, would, it, it worked, but I had like these weird vertical lines the whole time, so it was like only, oh. so it was like so close you could taste it, and it was just like, what do I have to do? And I looked it up <laughs> online, and it was like, well, it's like you need, a, you need a region-free television, essentially. They didn't call it that at the time. But it basically was that, so it accepted signal, and I still needed the converter, and it how came. How the hell did you order that? So how did you score that? Yeah, like, how did how, you get that? Did you go to a, like a fucking? Uh, did you have to go I ordered, to a store? I just ordered it online, and I can't remember. Huh. I can't remember what the store was. I, I got most but of my this games was what, from like Play 1998. <laughs> no, no, it was like, oh, maybe six. No, not, not 98. This was like, this was like 2000. I think this had to be uh, like the infancy of the internet. No. No. no, if it's yeah. a couple no. years, no. you know. Come by on, that, I thought yeah. Al Gore invented the internet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, so That's we should we should stuff. probably thank everybody though for our last podcast because it actually, is, I mean, for us it was a really popular podcast. And and what's cool, I don't know if you guys follow the podcast or not, but um, if you follow us on Twitter, you may have seen that Adam reached out to us and asked us, said he would love to do a, um, first of all, Adam Batty from Konami would love to do a live podcast from E3. So we're going to try and make that happen. We don't know exactly right. who's attending. Um, we're pretty sure Brian's going to be there. 
I'll be and there. the rest of us are up in the air right now, but we're going to try and make it happen for you guys. So if you're thinking about it, um, you know, at some point I'm sure we'll ask for questions from everybody, because, but um, we'll only be able to do so many because that time of the year is just crazy for Pez and everybody wants to know everything about it. And there's always things we can and can't say at E3 and all that stuff, but I'm sure at some point we'll, we will um, get questions from you guys. But thank you for the support. Um, it was a really popular episode for us, and uh, we think Konami's listening. So thank you guys yeah. very, very much. Um, it's going to be a very busy E3. Yeah, yeah. It gets open to the public this year, so it's going to be nuts. Yeah. 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 Mm. And, and thanks to um, our friends, you know who you are listening, that make it possible for us to attend E3. And uh, thank you guys for that. You guys couldn't do it at all. Um, I was also going to say, oh, the, other, the podcast took on a pretty cool um, uh, form last time as well. We really kind of slimmed it down, and some people wrote in and said, oh, you didn't talk about shooting. You didn't talk about um, some of the other issues. Well, usually our podcasts turn into a mismatch of everything about Pez, you know, where we try and talk about everything. And uh, last time we stayed pretty focused about, you know, the areas – what was it about but directional and dribbling so this today we're going to talk about um passing and we'll try and keep it under an hour and i was going to ask you guys do you think we should just start with the twitter response because uh to, to get us started yeah. in, in passing Why not? Yeah. okay yeah cool. we might as well so we um just like last week put out a question on twitter and uh i think it's really great to get you guys involved so we'll be doing that before every podcast and if you guys don't follow us it's um footy underscore united underscore us on Twitter, and like I said, we'll be putting out those questions every week. Let me load it up right we should, now. We should change it to Pez United because we've been doing Pez podcasts. This, well, this we used a- to be Pez United. <laughs> I'm kidding. We go back and forth, right? Okay. <laughs> forgot what episode this was. It's episode 21. Is it nice? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, hold on. Speak amongst yourselves. Make fun of Nestor. So, Matt, um, Yo. where are you at with Pez? Um, just like ge- general, generalize, where are you at with the game? Man, you know, I don't, I don't know if you've seen any of my videos, but like my biggest thing right now, and uh, you know, I kind of reviewed it, but like the thing that passed knees, I think you guys touched upon this briefly. Um, I think it was you, Jose, who had talked about where there needs to be like a balance in between um, on like attack and defense. The transition. That transition right there. I made an entire video on that on my channel of just like transition to green, which basically meant like a neutral, you know, transition. So that way numbers can be built and numbers can, you know, and and can be defended. So that way there's a proper counterattack and a proper attack, you know. That's kind of where I'm at right now. It's a positioning, really, is what it comes down to. Yeah, I don't think yeah, anybody disagrees um, with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it, Jose, it, it, are you playing Zelda? No, like, I, just, I turned it off. I just turned it off. Okay, guys. <laughs> the question this week was, um, what I asked was, multiple assist levels for passing, or do we want to see one level for everyone? And should we include a fully manual option. So I'm just going to go through and start reading people's responses just to get the general consensus. Um, so Mike O.D. says, personally, I'd like to see just one option, 100% based around stats. Lower pass stat would mean higher potential for error. Thanks, Mike. I'm pretty sure we agree. We'll get to that soon. That just giving guy says, Pez, um, sorry, if so, I want passing to be reworked like pens with the circle. Passing circle on receiver smaller for better stats. He's got actually a couple here. Says, so what you have is a fixed 50-50, 
and some will stray regardless, then have full manual or, or full assist. Matchmaking needs to be fixed. Obviously not to show that in game, but for poor, for poor passers, I want a few played behind the guy or overhit, etc. for realism. So I have a little bit of trouble following that, but I think I get the general yeah, idea of what he's saying. Yeah, KG, I, I, I saw oh, those too, and I thought the same thing. Yeah, KG says, good question. Passing on one is pretty much um, equal to FIFA at full assist. Thanks for the shout, KG. Have to get him back on here at some time. Lee Thomas says, multiple options, but I'd like the default to be between current zero and one. And I remember we had a, we talked about that in one podcast about which what the assist levels were, and I totally agree. Lee M says only one option online, something between pass assist one and manual, have multiple options offline. Shales says one assisted, so I'm assuming he means one level assisted, uh, parentheses old school one bar and manual, plus manual to have its own power gauge with different sensitivity. So he wants one level for everybody with the manual as well. Yasin says only one assist level, so passing stats matter. Training mode for beginners. Amen. I like Dick Hagley, that. Yep, I like amen. it. Dick Hagley says, I think they also need to fix passing in general. Any player should be any player should be able to attempt any pass. Success should be on stats. And he says again, I think that online and Pez League, there should only be the minimum assist levels, i.e. level one and manual. So actually getting pretty consistent from everybody. Mm -hmm. I'm surprised that it's not everybody wasn't like multiple levels, you know, as much choice as possible. Um, Wixie81 says uh, online ratings should be adjusted to assist level. Full manual equals more points for winning versus assist level three. I think that's a good idea too. Yeah. And that's all we got so far. So thanks guys. Um, usually we put that question out there a couple days before we record, but we only gave you about... 12 hours this time but still the responses are great but you can't read that many anyway so so where do you guys want to start because i'm pretty sure within those responses they echo some of our own feelings let's have uh let's have matt start since matt uh, why don't you start since you're the guest you start passing? you know i like you know my my thing is with passing is you know i need that pressure to perform right and you have to you have to have that feel, but I'm a big manual player. I like manual passing, but I don't like. It's a lot more. It's a lot more assisted than than the way it should be, in my opinion. Um, I like the idea of having manual or semi or assisted. So I have three levels, and then have a trainer mode for somebody. You know, I like that idea of. I don't know who mentioned that, but I, I like that focus because that's still like somebody had said. It still allows each player on the field to still make the passes or make the attempt to make those passes, but let their ratings kick in from there. I think a big part is to use those actual ratings, not just use an overall rating and have that determine how that pass is going to be. I think that's kind of where, you know, PES has kind of lost its focus. I was kind of looking at it and I, I like the idea of, of kind of looking at the old school PES, um, not super old school, but even as early as PES 14 was a version that I was looking at and how they allowed passing to be. It wasn't as assisted. It was also kind of like you weren't sure where that pass was going to go at sometimes, but it, you know, I think they could have found a, a nice little balance right in between though. Okay. Yeah. I, do, do you um, remember when Madden football came out with the passing cone for a quarterback? Yeah. I remember and, that. yeah. And the better the quarterback, the bigger the passing cone. 
So Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, they could see the whole field, whereas shitty quarterbacks could only see they had a smaller line of vision in terms of the passing cone. So you had to be more precise um, with throwing to someone. And I think that's, for me, a a semi-assist setting that takes into account obviously stats, but also your your power and influence. Each player should almost hypothetically have that passing cone, whereas the great passers have this wide cone that is more forgiving. Um, if you're if you're if you put a little bit more error on the analog stick, you don't hit it just right, but it's more forgiving. That's when the stats kick in because he's such a great passer. So you have that benefit of the doubt with the error. Whereas, like you said, Matt, you should be able to attempt every pass. Um, but then with, with the, with the poor passers, you have to be super, super accurate, even on a, on assisted settings, um, in terms of your power and placement. And I think that's kind of, for me, that's kind of just where I'm at. I'm curious to see, cause I know Charles, you had an idea before and uh i think i really liked it but i can't remember it so i wanted to see where you were at with that yeah sorry charles you, you yeah, there yeah, charles yeah, yeah. yeah can you, charles, you playing zelda all you fuckers are playing zelda but me no, no i'm i'm definitely not but i ridiculous uh, i turned I sports my, games so i don't touch I anything turned, else uh, <laughs> i turned i turned my mic off because i went to get an external drive because i was trying to go find the diagrams I grew up a couple of years ago that explain the system you were just asking me about, um, <laughs> and I uh, and I can't I can't actually plug it in right now because the sound device I use to record this stuff is plugged in. So um, I'll talk. You're gonna about have it. to verbalize it anyway. <laughs> I have so. to verbalize it. And you know what? If if you guys are interested, I will actually put. We don't do articles anymore on uh, Footy United. Did, wasn't there an article on passing though on Footy United? Thing? Yeah, I had it up that, there. Yeah, you had one too, and I think even I, I, I think even. Charlie Ward had one, but um, if you guys actually, for reference, I might put it up just so people can look at it because I drew out some diagrams to explain it because it, I think it's pretty simple, but it's, it just like all this stuff, it's in layers. It can get more complicated. Um, yeah. So basically for me, um, I like the idea of a manual mode for manual people because I think, I think there's something to manual and um, like Matt, you said you're a manual guy. Like I wouldn't want to take that away from from players who want to play manually, but and it's going to sound really selfish here, but I do want to take away assist levels personally. Um, and the, I would like to have one assist level for the whole game and have the game built around that. Because me personally, my argument is, and it might be naive, but my argument is that that the developers can't fine tune the game well enough by basically creating four assist levels and letting people play how they want to play. I think they, it needs to be more specific and they need to really build the game around a certain assist level for passing so that it is consistent and so that people, so it's more competitive and that the whole game I think would benefit from that personally. It's like if you're a, if you're a fighting game player, it'd be like, um, it'd be like I think the, the, what they allow you to do is bend or even break the rules essentially and you would, that would never fly in a fighting game. Just think about it. Right. If there was it, the equivalent for me is like, well, people want to fine tune the experience for them so that they have a better time, and I, and I think that's great. But I think Pez went into this kind of backwards. It's like they start they started offering these assist levels, or I don't know if it was because of FIFA or what, but FIFA does it as yeah. well. You start offering these people the chance to fine tune their game, where really I think the developers should be fine tuning that 
uh, and getting it and to a point where us, and, and then telling us what they wanted us, right. how they wanted us to play it. Right. And I don't like to think of it as taking away choice, even though that's kind of what it is. But I like to think that it, you're giving more power in the developer's hands. And ultimately, it's for the fact that they are for, for them to create a, a better experience for us. But honestly, it's like you'd never see this in a fighting game because let's just say like, let's go to Mortal Kombat because it's my examples because I like Mortal Kombat and I grew up with it. Let's say my favorite character is Sub-Zero. But, let, you know, in fighting games, there's matchups, right? So like some characters do better against other characters because of movesets and frame data and, their, and everything. So let's say like Sub-Zero has a hard time against Kong Lao. And let's, let's go in the state of like a, in the, it's, let's transfer the mind of a Pez player who wants to, to uh, have multiple assist levels to change his experience. The equivalent to me in a fighting game would be basically doing away with movesets. As, so like every character having a moveset from the developer, that is the equivalent of one level of assist in soccer games. But let's say I'm pissed off about that. It's like, well, I can't, I'm Sub-Zero, and I want to play Sub-Zero because I like him, but I can't play against Kung Lao. It's unfair because Kung Lao is a better moveset. It's not balanced or whatever. So let's just give every character in the game every moveset. So now you have, no matter what character you pick, you have access to every moveset in the game. So it's more fair. I have more options. But now my character is the same as any other character. He, visually, he looks different, but it's, it's all the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just made the whole fighting game generic, and fighting games people would not stand for that shit. They would absolutely hate it, and that might be an extreme example. But for me, it's kind of where footy games find themselves because they come into it backwards, and now they've already offered that that ability. And if you take it away, you might piss off a lot of people. And I think I'm not saying that's the reason why they wouldn't, but I think it isn't kind of in the back of your mind to, to take away choice. Always kind of has a negative connotation. It seems like a bad idea. So anyway, that was kind of a rant, but I got that out of my system. Let me go to the one assist level, I think. It, the, the level, I think, is really heavily, level I would like is really influenced by stats. And I would yeah, like yes. to see a great Big passer. Time. Yeah, so I think what happens is, is basically the diagrams I built have like a, a vision cone, kind of what Brian was talking about um, with quarterbacks in, in the NFL. So if you're playing with, um, let's just say you're passing with Pirlo, you, have, you don't have to be as precise with your stick, okay? He's got a bigger cone of vision, but what happens is, is that cone still gets smaller based on the difficulty of the pass. So, like, if he's passing out in front of him or 45 degrees to the left or 45 degrees to the right, he has a very high percentage of making that pass, and you don't even have to be that accurate with a stick because his stats are so good. If you're trying to do a pass directly behind him or, you know, outside of his his natural vision cone, he still has a high percentage, but he's got a lower percentage. So let's say it's only 60%, and then you can increase that percentage by being good on the stick, right? Yeah. And maybe he's got a... And I'm also a big fan of special animations. Like, maybe Pirlo has a backheel animation. I think only some players should have backheel animations. I really do. Like, otherwise, if you're trying to pass the ball out of the back with... um. Oh, I'm shooting a blank here because I'm getting too I'm getting too far ahead of myself. But let's just any slow defender, um, you don't John backfill Terry. it. Your guy swivels. John <laughs> yeah, John Terry. You're, yeah. He swivels on the ball and has to. T- and it's a long animation that's annoying, and then passes the ball back, and you feel that right away, and you realize this guy's not that skilled in the ball. You know what I mean? So let's say you're John Terry and you're facing forward. You've got a smaller cone of vision, so a smaller percentage of being able to play a successful pass, and that's directly ahead of you. And, but you can help that by being better on your stick, by being more precise, and then you've got an even less percent of a chance of playing a ball behind you or 
outside of your cone of vision. And then that's pretty much it, other than the third factor being, to me, is the speed of the ball and the situation you're in. So if the ball is, if you're running as fast as you can, the percentage goes down across the board on all players. Still, Pirlo, his percentages are better, so he's always gonna, he's still going to have higher percentages than John Terry. But those three factors are basically the stats of the player, the, the where you're trying to pass the ball, and then the speed at which you're moving. That would be enough for me, I think, with, with just, and all that, if you had multiple pass levels, multiple at the same, multiple assist levels, I think it'd just be too crazy. And once again, I think too hard to code for. So I really would like to see one assist level. And in my mind, that's kind of a, a, a semi-assisted that is heavily influenced by stats. I like yeah, it. I, I think, like it. I think the way that, that you're talking about it, Charles, is basically a blend of all the assist levels built into one. And, and, and pre- pretty much what it is is, is you're assisted if that player is good and you're not assisted if that player is not good. Um, pretty much. You know, <clears throat> it's, it's basically what it is. I, I feel <laughs> like um, that the comment of, of anybody should be able to play any pass um, no, no, no. Anyone should be able to attempt. Right, right exactly. Any right, to, to attempt to play any pass, right? right? So There's I feel difference. like um, I, I, there, there is a difference. Yes, you, you're, you're absolutely right. Um, that the, the thing about giving people the ability to attempt the pass, I feel like um, if, 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 we, if we have assist levels, um, manual or whatever, then, then like, like, like Charles was saying, um, you, if you get good enough, then you can almost uh, um, bypass the stats in a sense, the way the system currently is. Because right now, that's how it is. Anybody can attempt to play any pass, right? Um, and, and pretty much anybody can play any pass um, for the most part. So I feel like um, what, the, what they used to do back in the day is, is it was the same way. Anybody can attempt to play any pass, but you really quickly realized who you could play a certain pass with and who you couldn't. Um, right. So, so I feel like it was... And I, re- it, I agree with that. I do agree with that. It, it was really, like, really, really ingrained in the system that you were just simply not going to play a certain pass with a certain player, and it made it seem like you couldn't even, you couldn't even attempt to play a pass with him because you knew you were going to lose the ball. You know, no, no, you, no, you, you could attempt, gonna... but you knew you were going to lose the ball. Right, and that, that's what I'm. So that's what I'm getting at is I want a system that really encourages you to get to know your players and yeah. to get to know who who you're passing the ball with and who you're right. not. Just um, what do you? I always picture Gattuso. Anytime I got Gattuso yeah. in the final third, I was never trying to hit a through ball. I was like, all right, let me get rid of the ball. Let me right. let me let me pass the square. Let me do like a five yard square pass to somebody else yeah. who's a better yeah. passer. Yeah, well, branching and, and, off of that, like I was thinking the same thing there, Jose. Because um, also what you were talking about, Charles, with uh, do you do you think? And this is something I was thinking about the other day. If 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 it, if you choose a manual, right, manual passing, straight manual, and then what if the determination of what assist level you use determines how many different stats are being used in that layer? So if you're using a manual pass, right, now it determines not only you know weaker foot. It also determines fatigue level. It also determines, you know, chemistry, etc. I mean, I there could be like a gradual layering, you, you know, determining what that determines those yeah. things. Yeah, exactly. That's interesting. Yeah. It is yeah. interesting. I'm not See, sure like, I fully for, understand it, but it sounds interesting. <laughs> I think yeah. I, I think Pez I think Pez needs uh, some sort of assistance um, with uh, with varied um, with stats, like with uh, exaggerated stats, because 
I think that's how well that's how it's been with PS2. You know, back yeah. in the old days, is that that game shined because of its exaggerated stats, and I somehow the the I really like your your um your idea, Charles, with the with the vision cone, and um, I always pictured it as a dynamic vision cone, which varies while while you're moving yeah, and while under pressure. Yeah, right, yeah. right. And it should. Yeah. That's that's right. That'd be great if it varied while you're under pressure. And, and just to piggyback off that, Nestor, when you talk mm-hmm. about um, the overemphasis in stats or, or the exaggeration, I mean, yeah, um, he's eating a candy bar. Do you remember? Here's my here's my my thing. Do you remember the Pez 2015 demo? What? Where? Remember Charlie Ward was like in love with that fucking demo. I liked it too. Yeah, he's still um, playing it. Yeah. <laughs> he probably is, even though. Even though obviously it had its defense defensive deficiencies, yeah. So many of those, like Schweinsteiger was ripping thirty yard rockets, and I remember speaking with Adam, um, I guess later on in that year, and I was talking about the difference between the demo and the final game, and he said, "Well, the demo was separately made, and the people that, uh, which always is, but the people that made it, they they overemphasized and and exaggerated certain players just to show what." what could be done but then the final game came out and everything got got diluted you know scaled scaled back and got diluted they need to get back to that pez 2015 exaggeration like go boot up that demo and those players like rebury and robin were beasts on the ball like the exaggerations were so well done and they completely just scaled it back in the final game and that's why even though you know, I am super stoked to go to E3 and, and test out 2018 and, and, and see Adam and Asim and, and those guys. Um, I just, you, you know, it's just going to be, there's going to be differences between the game there and the final game, whether it's good or bad. You know what I mean? So it's always like, you have yeah, to go in there level-headed. Be like, okay, right. you know, this could this could get scaled back or certain instances of the game could get scaled back. I think at least people know that now. That they really and if you don't know that now, I'm sure you do by following Pez for so long. But if you're listening, um, just for anybody who goes, it is very hard to judge these games. Um, not just because of of being there and how crazy E3 is, but the games really are different, and they almost never, at least in my experience and our experience, I think you guys all agree, they they very rarely ship. I mean, they're obviously similar, but sometimes there's I think more, there's more difference last... between E3 and the final build than there is between like a previous year and the yeah, final yeah. game. Like, I mean, it really I think, changes. I think what uh, this, this latest Pez, that one was probably the closest that it, yeah, that, that's um, the closest I've ever, I've ever yeah, seen to final. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. close. To, yeah, Cause we demoed it at E3 and that was, it, it's what we got now is pretty close. Right. What so, it comes uh, down to, what it comes down to, um, uh, as far as E3 goes, is that simply you just don't have enough time. Um, yeah. You don't have enough time, and you're playing a demo um, where it's built in a way so that you can experience and see the highlights that they want you to see, and then you're basically walking away with mostly all the positive stuff, and you don't have enough time to pick out the negative things. Um, and if you're a, a gamer like me, like a, I'm not going to just go and play this game and see what I can find wrong with it. I'm going to go and play play a game to see if to see if I like it. You know what I mean? Like I want to like these games. I I don't want to go to E3 to pick apart a game and then walk away thinking like, ah, fuck this game. 
You know, like, no, like, I want to yeah. like these games. Every we, year, I want to like these games. And I, until I play them extensively, I know whether I like them or not. So I'm looking for things to like. I'm looking because yeah. I want to like them. I, I want them to be good. You right. know, like, and then once the game comes out, that, that um, at E3, the feedback you give them, um, you know, is, is... It's kind of too late, isn't it? it, it I feel like it kind of is. I feel like yeah. they already had an idea of what they're going to do with the game before they even let people play it. And once they let people play it, then, you know, they incorporate a few little things here and there. Um, but for the most part, um, not only that, but then there's also, like, the, the simple fact that my opinion is going to be very vastly different than the majority of the people that play it at E3. So That's why they just need their own. And we talked about that last podcast. Exactly. And, exactly. So, like, for me, I feel like it's just not, it, it, it doesn't, you know, doesn't do anybody any good for me to just go and, like, pick the game apart for them. Um, because I, we do that year, year round. Yeah. Yeah. We, we do that year round. And they, it's funny, though. You, you go to E3 and you're like, oh, I really liked what I played. And you get crushed, and you go to E3, you're like, oh, man, this sucked, this sucked. And then people love you because they're like, see, see, Pez still sucks. It Pez seems still so- sucks. Well, <laughs> to, so to, be fair, to be fair, Jose, Jose and I don't get, don't get crushed because <laughs> you used to. Nestor, I don't even see you around we have. anymore. Yeah, we, we have. You're not around because you did get crushed, and you don't want to deal yeah. with it anymore. So yeah. don't, Jose, even, don't even start. At least in general, Pez seems to get yeah. better from E3 to like the final code. It's FIFA. That really yeah. seems to actually be always more free, yeah. more, you know, more delivering on the bullet points they make every year, and then they just seem to tone it all back by the time the game actually yeah. releases. What happens is at E3, it's still pretty raw, and for most people, they can't handle that. Right. Well, Jose, I think what you had said, like, you know, uh, you look for the good of the game. I mean, if you know, if you've seen any of my videos, I'm the guy who does point out those things. Like, you know, like the, the we talked about the transition, right? And uh, yeah. shifting. Like, that was what I, I called, you know, Konami on. I told Adam, I tweeted him. I said, okay, guys, look for this transition part. This is going to plague us all year and it's going to affect all these things, you know? And I pointed that out and I, I went, you know, crazy and, you know, put all my videos out. Hopefully somebody could see it. And and you're right. There There's some things where you have to look at the good things. Like the best part about 17 to me, you know, compared to before was the ball physics. And I really focused on the ball physics. Yeah, and they improved a lot. Yeah, and then that was a really big part. But then there's also some things that, like, with with Konami, especially after, you know, the PES 14, you're like, oh, you just kind of hope, you know, like, they're going to get it right, and it's going to be awesome. And then if it's one or two tweaks away, you know, it gets even more frustrating because it's only yes. one or two tweaks away. But, <laughs> but, but just think, Matt, just think what you said, that, you know, one of the things you like about 2017 is that they really improved the ball physics. Yeah. And yet... They're still better ten fucking years ago. So it says like, all right, well they approved the ball physics. That's yeah. great, and it's like a backhanded compliment because they were still better ten fucking years ago. Naturally, well you look. You guys were talking about last podcast about the you know about the the directionals, right? I'm on yeah. uh, Charles. Was it you who said eight? You know, eight directions. Yeah, I'm, yeah. The reason, and I tweeted you guys that I was like, you know, why defending was so much better in the older games because they only had eight directions to go towards. 
You know, if you think about now, they have like all these, you know, different directions. They have different directions to screw up. Right. Which Maybe is the ironic part is if you look at the way, you know, the positioning is in 17, why they, the minute the computer loses the ball, for example, you see them start sprinting back. Right. And the irony of that is that's what's happening instead of them going, you know, you know, going goal side or going to touch the chalk on the on the sidelines. Instead, they're sprinting directly back. And you guys have talked about there's no way to counterattack. Well, that's why, because you've got four defenders, you know, stagnant the whole entire time as soon as they lose the ball. And, and you've and got this it, it straight must be the way cross. for them to. It must be the way for them to compensate. Exactly. Right. Right. And I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm picking up what you're putting down, buddy. Don't worry. <laughs> no, it's, uh, a, it's a really fair point and a really really yeah. good point. Yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of what they're doing in terms of that kind of aspect of the game is for compensation. You, oh, yeah. it's, the, it's the same thing with uh, you know team styles and tactics. We, we talk about con- conceptually it's a great idea, but the way it's implemented actually is a limitation that yeah. these teams only play one way and it, and it benefits it's a way it's a way to almost alleviate the struggles that the AI could end up ha- having right. if, if things were opened up. So I think that's a big point of like what Jose was talking about. Like you have to get to know your players. You don't get to know your players by putting tactics first. Right. And then, you know, and and then hoping that the players you have on your team can start to use, you know, can start to pass the ball around perfectly. That doesn't work that way. You know what I'd like to see is like, I feel like we used to really know our players really well. And that was, I'm talking back in the PS2 days and you, and you, I mean, that was such a huge part of it. So, like, you knew who could pass the ball. So, you got excited. And, and if you didn't at first, like, nobody knew the default Master League players originally. I mean, obviously, <laughs> after a couple, you did. But you realized really quickly that Castolo and yeah. um, guys like, you know, you realized what their strengths were. And you could always Still go in. Miss. Yeah, dude. And yeah. you could always go in and, and look at their stats. But I was just thinking, like, maybe I'm not a big over. Actually, I hate over. Uh, yeah, I hate the overalls. When no, did no, that no, start? No, that's what I was going to say. I was when did say, overall... Re- oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. Where going? <laughs> no, I was going to say, I, I don't like overemphasis on the UI in footy games. Like, I wasn't... A, I'm still not a huge fan of, like, this. Um, the passing bar being right underneath the player. I understand why it's there, but just hear me out. What I was thinking real quick was, like, what if you broke down um, a player's special, like, abilities for people who... I'm just trying to think of ways to make this game more friendly, but also deep. So, like... If you didn't know, if you're not a huge, if you don't know like what a player's strengths are right away, let's say if you broke it down to, f- let's say, four areas. So, like, passing, shooting, um, help me out here, guys. Passing, shooting, touch, speed, uh, or dribbling, or something like that. Let's say they're five. But if you color-coded yeah. them, right? So, you had, like, passing is blue, and and, and uh, shooting is yellow, and, and, and dribbling is, uh, is red. What if, like, under the player's name... If, if a player had any emphasis, if he was like an all-star passer, he'd have that little color, uh, just a dot under his name. So like as soon as you got that, I mean, not nothing like really take a, that's distracting, but like so as soon as you got the player, you're like, okay, this guy can pass the ball. Like we, and then you could turn it on and off in the UI, or this guy can really hit the ball. Oh, look, he can really hit the ball and shoot the ball, and, and he's got dribbling skills. So it's just like a little reminder there that this is what this like guy's that. specialties are. And then you could turn it off or... It, but like it also gets idea. people thinking that way that all these players have different speciality, specialities or traits. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I just want I, it to get back to that where every single player is good at something and bad at something. Yeah. yeah. I like the idea that. of that. But, like, in 
you know how FIFA has their trainer mode where you activate the trainer right. mode and suggest what, what to do in any given moment? I don't like shit like that either. I don't, yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Um, I like I like what you said, Charles. And if it's used in that sense, where while people are getting to know the game, then they ha- then you know what I mean. Like they have the option of turning that on. Well, or whatever. I think it could be done but, in a really not very distracting way, so that you barely even yeah. notice it's there. Um, yeah. Like for for me, I feel like um, you know just. I would rather it be just like it was back in the day where it would take you, you know, you buy, you buy this player and you look at his stats, right? And, and I'm sure this happened to you guys. You look at play, you're looking at player stats because you're, you're trying to see who you want to, who you can, who you're going to buy for your, for your team. You're looking for a guy that can pass the ball. So you get this guy that has good stats, you know, decent stats at least. And, and you're thinking, okay, he, he's going to be a decent midfielder that can move the ball and I can maybe build it around and then he gets into your team and for some reason he sucks yeah. you're just like dude like his stats are decent but he just sucks and I, I don't know how I don't know if that happened to you guys but it happened to me often where there were players that just I, I just they just didn't perform for me um, and I and I had more success playing other players that, that, that had lower stats and I and it probably had a lot to do with the teamwork stat that that yeah um, that was in the game back in the day, which is now non-existent. Right. Um, and you know that kind of stuff needs to come back. Um, the what I'm the point I'm getting at is, um, everything back in the day depended on you got to give this player game time, like actual playing time, put him on the ball, and find out what he can do. Right. Mm. And then from there you move forward. You know, like from there you're like, okay, this is a player I can build my team around. And then you start looking for other players. You know, and I feel like I, that's why Pez was so addictive and and now it's that part is totally missing. Um, you know, you 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 nowadays really you only have to look at a couple of stats and that's speed, strength, and dribbling. That's pretty much emphasis it. on speed. It, that's pretty much it. You don't need you don't need to worry about any other stat. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, yeah. Any other stuff, well, they, you know. What they should do is, as, as the game is installing, you're, you know how FIFA has you're playing that that match as the game's installing. They should just give you Konami players, and then as you're playing, let the game freeze and highlight what what uh, what strength that player has, what type of good trait it has. So as you're playing the game, if you're, if it's, I'm just going to use speed for example. Or, um, if he has speed, the game will pause and say, "Hey, this player has." Has good speed. If you go to a defender and you're defending, or you go by the body and then you're winning, the, the game will sort of pause and tell you this defender has good, you know, right. he has he has a good uh, standing tackle or whatever. So they should sort of implement this sort of tutorial mode in yeah. there as to to sort of uh, have these newcomers know that oh okay, these play all these players have something unique in them, and that's yeah. thing that that's that should be in there. I like this and conversation. I like, I like that too. Uh, that was sorry, Jimmy. Who was that? No, who was that? Was that was Matt. Okay, that was Nestor. He sounds like he has his microphone you have a, inside his you mouth. You have like a weird <laughs> voice modulator on. You sound like Darth yeah, Vader, Nestor. He sounded weird. Yeah, it's like he's vacuuming <laughs> in the background. You sound like seriously no, someone, someone was vacuuming. Someone was vacuuming in the background. See, that's what I said. That's what I thought. No, but your voice sounds deeper. I can't do nothing to control that. Your voice sounds deeper. I like I like this part of the conversation because it's going back to what we talked about last time, which is communication from Konami like you have you have this vision but then you have to communicate it 
in the game in a way that people understand it. So when their slow defender t- doesn't play a back heel, he actually turns and plays a really shitty pass. You don't just yeah. say, why the fuck did that happen? You go, oh, that guy really can't make that pass because he's a slow piece of shit. Like, yeah. they have to, then you point your finger to yourself and think, like, why the fuck did I even try to make that pass with this yeah. guy? And I think like, people that was totally are, my fault. are willing to go there just as much as they used to, but they you have to tell them, hey, this yeah. isn't FIFA. Like, to me, yeah, that I, would be my fucking tagline. For Pez 2018. This isn't this FIFA. Isn't this FIFA. Isn't, that, that's a great tagline. <laughs> Pez 2018. That would, that would awesome. It's not. Fuck but, FIFA. You know what I mean. But like, yeah. just I, that would be, like you say, Brian, like we don't want Pez to become FIFA's bitch. And mm. I think there's, it, every time something gets really big, there's an opportunity there to do something different. And you almost, you ride the coattails of the successful thing by saying that you're going to do it differently than them. Look at Apple and shit back in the day like you know we're not microsoft we're it's i just think there's opportunity there but to get back on passing yeah um since we kind of straight away a little bit did everybody get a chance i know i talked for a little bit brian you talked before that matt talked jose and and nestor unless you're vacuuming still um <laughs> no no it's it's all good now again yeah, what I do, killed that person. We're good. What do you want out of pez passing moving forward is it like stuff we want as far as assist levels and and manual goes uh well for me it's just um what the hell is going on with your voice i don't know you guys don't hear that you sound weird now yeah you're yeah, like deep like you have are you are you running software or something no you have okay. the auto adjust on skype it is funny dude you'll hear yeah, it i sound that sounded funny i don't know i don't know okay just keep on. going <laughs> uh, um you have this like Mexican Denzel Washington yeah, voice. Yeah, it's going. actually really sexy, but it's, it's different than your regular voice. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> uh, Jose, I think I lost my train of thought. Damn it, Jose, go. You sound like <laughs> very mature right now and scaring the shit out of me. Yeah. <laughs> sound like a fucking 50-year-old man. <laughs> I'm like, oh this, is not, this is not the uh, high-pitched voice of that young boy, Nestor, I met two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I really lost my train of thought. Jose, this levels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. So, um, it, for me, I, I feel like uh, assist levels need to go. <laughs> Plain and simple. Like I, I think that the moment the moment that um, Pez went to assist level assist settings, um, there was this divide in the community, um, and I think that divide in the community was the start of a bunch of us wanting completely different things and getting then the message that we send across to Konami as a community became uh, um, so segmented, uh, I guess, is if I don't know if, that, if I'm even using the right word for no, that. that but, makes sense. Uh, it, it's, you know, it, I feel like we have now we have little bubbles um, and, and it, just beca- it, it just became this big internal thing like this inner community thing that that um that i think is kind of pointless um we're all after the same thing and now it's kind of become this like um this zero bar versus one bar versus full-on assisted after that because anybody most people seem to be okay with either you play zero bar or you play one bar but you don't touch the rest like that's not you don't do that you know and then and and i feel like it, it kind of it takes away the attention from where it should be and as a community, I feel like, um, especially a community like Pez's community, that used to be such a united place, um, 
you know, and, and now, I mean, a big part of why we're not united anymore is also because the game kind of took a dump after yeah. like, a few, you know, after the PS2 days and it's kind of been trying to recover ever since. And there's been, a, there's a few people that are like straight up fanboys that are just never going to drop the game in any kind of way in fashion or form. And, and, and they're always going to support it and be vocal about their support over, uh, uh, for the game. But um, I really do think that um, a big part of the divide came when, when, the, when the assist settings came. Because now you have people saying, no, the game sucks, man. I, I don't fucking like it. And then somebody says, have you tried it on zero bar? The game feels a lot better on zero bar. And then or just or like, advanced through ball or, or advanced you know, yeah, shooting. So somebody like starts that. bringing up all these voice settings. Nester. <laughs> and and then it just becomes this like oh well no nah, th- don't listen to him he doesn't play on zero bar or don't listen to him he plays on zero bar you know or like it just I feel like that whole conversation is is dumb and 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 really another um to to tie into what Charles was saying I feel like giving us that much options um is is taking away from the development time and the focus that they can put on one assist setting and actually give us a passing system that matters. A passing system that improves on 10 years ago. Because maybe it's probably even more than 10 years ago now. It's 11, 12 years ago since the last time we had a PES game that had excellent passing where everything mattered, where you couldn't just ping pong the ball off each other and and even if you were Barcelona. It, it didn't matter. Like if, if you weren't positioned right and, 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 and the, the, the pass in the situation wasn't there for it, you couldn't just one two pass your way into goal. You know, and that's the way that's the way it needs to be again. Um you know, I, I, again I, I'm I'm gonna bring up the point I made last week. I think Barcelona really ruined a lot of this because I feel like that's what everybody wants now. And so whenever it, you almost have to play the game on zero bar in order to have any kind of challenge. Or, or, or um, satisfaction in what's going on. But, you know, you get the satisfaction in the sense of you were able to complete a play in a certain way like you wanted to or like, you know, like, like we used to strive for back in the day. Um, but now you're, you know, in situations where you have players like Pirlo, players like Iniesta missing these little fucking tiny little passes. Um, and it's just because you're you're unassisted. And yeah, sure, that, that's maybe I'm not pra- I haven't put enough practice in to zero bar or whatever. But regardless how much practice I put in, there's always going to be that situation where you don't hit, hit the stick perfectly, and it, and you end up hitting a pass astray when there really was no reason for you to hit that that pass um, to miss hit that pass. Absolutely zero zero reason, um, especially with a player like Iniesta or or or, or a Pirlo. You know, uh, um, so I feel like for those reasons, I, I don't want this, you know, I don't want assist levels. I want them to make one assist level where, where stats matter and where they really focus on um, the situations in the game. You, you really got to look at a, a, a real life game and analyze why did players mi- miss hit the ball? Why did they? Why did it play a poor pass, especially a player like like Iniesta, who hardly ever plays a bad pass? When you really pay attention to the moments he does play bad passes, usually it's because he's under pressure. He was turning he was turning his body in a certain way where he was a little off balance. There's the the there are those things that need to that that are non-existent right now in Pez, and I feel like that's what they need to focus on instead of giving us options in assist levels. I like that. And, one, and Jose, and Jose you, you made a point. We we missed. 
We didn't um, touch on that last week, and it was something that I wanted to touch on. I completely forgot about it when I was talking about the first touch stat. I completely agree with everything that you said in terms of uh, body positioning. Reason why Iniesta, you know, will misplay a pass. Body positioning um, and, and under pressure. And I think being under pressure, that should, you know, when we talk about we, we need a first touch stat. And defending. That is, yeah. Well, yeah. It, with the first touch stat, it should be also the algorithms involved should be based around pressure the same way it is with there should be a, something something in there with pressure, passing under pressure, shooting under pressure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Absolutely. then that, that first touch under pressure, because these are professional football players. They can hit a cross field pass and the, the guy on the opposite side of the wing with nobody around him could trap it perfectly. They're professionals. But if you have a guy who's running at you full speed and you got to take that, you got, you want to first time trap that and, and like almost like a Mar- Marcelo would, would trap a ball he he would first time touch it around the player who's running at him and and you know go around him and he can always he's he's one of like the best left back in the world right now like he he can fucking do that shit um but certain players can do that under pressure other players can't and that's where i think pressure needs to be built into a lot of these Good call. mechanics absolutely yeah, yeah, it's huge. That's huge. I mean, I agree with that completely. I mean, as a, you know, as a former player myself, like you know, I, I you know, I played, I played you know, different levels. I played in college, and pressure to perform is highly underrated when it comes when they try to make that into a video game, right? And it's hard to to create that atmosphere. But if you build the proper positioning, you know, that part will come. You know, if you build the pr- positioning properly. The passing, the pressure to perform, all that should show up after, you know? And that's that's the thing that I've been hoping for Pest to, to kind of focus on is like get the positioning right of the players. Put a body in front of the receiver, and now you change from passing the ball down the wings, you know, through a through ball every time versus now having to play it backwards to your center back and then then going through that now layer of, hey, can my center back even make this next pass? Right? And this so it's it's kind of that same mentality. It's you have to have the proper positioning that's going to then allow that pressure to perform. Like you said, Brian, you want you want to make sure to have the the pressure from a defender on a forward's back, right? Like right mm-hmm. on them. You know, and I was a defender in college. I you know you go in sideways on a guy's shoulder, but you're you're basically nudging your knee into the back of their tailbone. That's what you're yeah. doing. You want yeah. to feel that when you get when as a forward, if you're passing to your virtual forward, you want to feel that. There needs to be like rumbling of the joystick or something to that effect that makes that that. pressure show up and i agree with that completely i i I think the pressure should be more than just um like a uh like i I would love to feel that pressure on the on the on the stick yeah that's a good call i would love to feel that rumble that would would be so awesome but i feel like it it needs to be more than just than just that because i I wouldn't put it past them to just make the (laughs) controller rumble and then then nothing happens and it doesn't affect anything so i want to make sure to to say that because look at fifa um, shielding for that (laughs) yeah I mean, no, like, 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 I think what they need to look at is, is what when it when in, in regards to the whole pressure and 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 how it affects the way you interact with the ball. Um, I feel like there's different degrees of pressure, right? Like, for example, the way uh, a, a striker would feel pressure from a defender that's got his forearm on his back and his and his knee up against the back of his own knee, uh, yeah, the, the right. defender's knee up against the back of his own knee. 
maybe even into his calves or whatever. Yeah. I feel like a striker would take that pressure very differently um, than, say, a center back receiving a fairly difficult pass back and right. a striker running at him from 15 yards away to apply pressure on him. I feel like the, the, there, there's... There, there's an obvious difference, right? There's no body contact. Um, but the pressure that center back is going to feel to lose the ball in that situation yeah. is very similar to the pressure that the that the forward feels when like he's it. got somebody breathing on his neck. Yeah. Right. You know, and I feel you like... You wanted a parallel to it, right? You know, exactly. this is how the center like, back, it, this is how the center back feels, this is how the forward should feel. Exactly. And it opens, so. every, it opens and all then, the different parts of the game like, up, too. How will, that, how will that feel controlling it? Like, how like how will that feel? How, how would you feel that pressure, though? Rumble? No, miss with the with the situational. With, no, I think it, I think it would touch. be there's the heavy, heavy touch. There's, exactly, there's a heavy touch. touch. There's, heavy touch. There's, there's, there's there's the it's possibility error. of if you try. Yeah, yes. error. 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 So, you know where you that's what I was you thinking. If you turn the wrong direction, yeah. um, or if you if you take a risky touch and 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 you were you're gonna be now you're gonna be off balance and under pressure. You there's more likelihood of you slipping. There's there's more likelihood of you not just not making it to that ball. You know where you're gonna feel it. You're gonna feel it in your hands when you're controlling. Like when they're yeah. they're under pressure and they take that heavy. bad first heavy first touch. Now you're gonna feel it in your hands, especially if they if they um you know really fix the passing meter, the shot meter. And um I, I had this post on Evo Web today. I was responding to somebody. Uh, I think with uh Chris Davies on Evo Web who yeah, I want I, I want to I want to get close. on um yeah, Chris, I want to get on. Um, yeah. I want to get him on the podcast. I've wanted he's, Chris he's a great guy. Yeah. Chris is awesome. I I message him all the time. We talk about FIFA and PES all the time behind the scenes. So yeah, yeah definitely uh, get him on. The time zone difference is going to be tough. It's going <laughs> it to get him on like a, a week yeah. a, a weekend like yeah. early on today. But anyway, um, he was talking about shooting, and I know we'll talk about shooting in a different podcast. But I just want to make this emphasis on the the tension of, of what pressure can do to you in a video game. And Pez sort of had that. A lot of it had to do with the, the the shooting meter was done so well back in the PS2 days in terms of the sensitivity of it. Yeah, and you can apply that to, to passing as, as well. Exactly. exactly. And so um, one of the things I brought up was something that I think I brought up in the podcast a little a little while ago when I was talking about PS2 Pez. You know, I was playing Winning Eleven Seven. I guess uh, you know Pez Three or whatever. And I was, I was, it was like Italy versus Brazil. I'm down 2-1. It's getting close to the 90th minute. I get the ball out on the wing. You know, I'm already, you know, tense because I, I want to score that that tying goal to force extra time. Uh, I think it was like a quarterfinal or something. And so my hands are sweating. Tension's there. Just I feel it in my hands while I'm controlling it. And uh, I play a low ball on the ground, ground it cross, triple tap, you know, the cross button. And I think it was Inzaghi, might have been uh, Iaquinta, I can't remember, uh, Italian striker running onto the ball at the six-yard box. I hit the pass, or I hit the shot button, and instantly I knew I saw the power bar and I hit it. It was a heavy touch on my thumb. I hit a heavy touch, and I ended up hitting the crossbar, and the ball bounced over and went out of play from six yards out. And I knew it was my fault. I ended up losing the game 2-1, but that was because... You know, that tension, I felt the tension in my hands, you know, and just like a striker in real life is going to feel that tension. A striker, it's the 90th minute World Cup quarterfinal, um, you know, balls coming in, you could be the hero or the goat, 
and you take one bad touch and you're the goat, you take a good touch, you're the hero forcing extra time, that shits the tension that real strikers feel in real life. And Konami actually had that part and parcel because of how well they did the sensitivity of the shot meter back then. And now you don't have that. It's just I I never feel like I miss the target when I'm shooting. The shot meter is just too uh, user-friendly. Yeah. And I really think if they if, if they make so those huge. changes, make yeah. make the shooting and passing meters more sensitive, you're going to get more, you know, tension in your hands, it more means you have to stay calm in that moment. Exactly. You you <laughs> actually feel the pressure right. of the players good, in yeah. the game. That's so I think that's huge, really huge. And the other yeah, thing I is love that. Yeah, dude, no, I love that too. And you, we've been approaching this from a offensive perspective, but what I love about incorporating pressure back into first touch passing shooting maybe even dribbling um is defensively it means that you don't all you have to do is you and that in real life right you put players under pressure so that they make mistakes that's defending it's not always yeah. going in and winning a 50 50 tackle yeah, which yeah. is yeah. what most soccer actually, games yeah, are rare now. you almost that's always disposition tackle, tackle. by tackles yeah. it's, it's really not about that in real life i mean no. look at what fifa did in fifa 16 i thought for once it had a yep. decent system where um, there were more interceptions. And guess yeah. what? It was the first thing to get patched out because the whole community <laughs> the said, all there are is interceptions. Oh, man. And, and the like, worst part watch, is that... It, do you watch was, footy? Do you watch oh, how many man. interceptions are in a game? At E3. So big. Charles, you're speaking my love language there, man, because that was something was I've been saying. So many more interceptions. Oh. Like, well, that wasn't that a feature that they were talking about in FIFA 16? I mean, well, you yeah, know, they were saying like aggressive interceptions. Yeah, and yeah. it was much better because you didn't have to tackle. You could hold off, and yeah. you could step into a passing lane at the right time, intercept the ball. Yeah. And, and But I still think it's communication. I still That's, That goes yeah, back to is. where like, you just it have is. to tell it's, people, say, listen, you're, yeah, interceptions are a part of the game. Like, that's the thing. It, They're it, massive part and, of the and that gets back to passing as well as um because we're at an hour here and I want to make sure we stay on passing. But um how, quick question, how do you guys feel about um manual modifiers? Because I, I don't know if you guys took the PES well, survey. Yeah, I think you all did. Um they, one of the um, questions I was surprised to see was about the right stick manual passing. Remember that in PS two days where you yes. can use the right stick? Mm-hmm. And um I'm not yeah. necessarily talking about that, but just how do you feel about a manual modifier, like you know, L one and all of a sudden all passing I think, is manual? I, I think that um, I would like to have that. I would like to have no passing assist settings, but to keep the manual modifier the way that it is now. And but should make that still? Should you still have a better chance with that to, manual that, modifier with Ozil compared to um, poor John Terry? He's getting it bad this podcast, but yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. Um, I, I think I would, I would like the passing to be mapped to the right stick, like in general, just how. I don't you know. Want I a just new, feel- a totally new passing method. Input. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm totally pass- new because they. Yeah, yeah no. Work. I've been playing this game for way too yeah, long. Yeah, man. I'm gonna I hit that X button and end up shooting or something. Come on, man. <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> I think the right stick should be. Anyways, yeah, that, because that's- you're so used to the right stick playing on your freaking stupid ass <laughs> fighting games. Is that no, the sword for Zelda? <laughs> <laughs> Don't even touch the right. No, 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 no. I, I feel like I'm not, uh, I'm not against thinking it out if, the box. If it's, no, if it's yeah, a better I'm system. Not either. I want them to develop a better system, and I want footy games to feel like we're actually seeing some evolution. But not, not change for the sake of change. If it's not better, don't fucking do it, right. which is, goes back to the directions for me. So, yeah, right. You know what I mean? Which yeah. is why you know I, I, like, I don't want to see crappier movement I want great animations, but I still think the game is more direct and better with eight directions. It doesn't mean it has to look like eight directions, 
but it certainly can right. feel like it. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you guys know where I'm with that. But. I think a, yeah. I think a, a manual modifier where where the main thing that gets affected by the stats is is um, is the the power bar. Um, you know, the better the stat, the easier it's going to be to hit the to hit the the weight of the pass correctly. Um, I don't know. Like, I feel like the whole thing with with um, with the reason why you would need in a situation like this, where the passing system works the way it's supposed to, like it did back in the day, um, I, I I I never, I rarely, rarely felt the need to to hit a manual pass back in the day. If I go back to play those games now, I I feel like okay, I wish I, I wish there was a way for me to be able to hit um, a manual pass in specific situations. Where um, where I know that the system's just not going to let me hit yep. a certain pass, but those moments are are not super are and they're not super common. So um, you know, and even even today's game like games, they have the manual the manual modifier, and I, I rarely use it. Um, and maybe I should use it more, but um, I just feel like there's enough of a difference be- between the manual modifier and then just the regular zero bar passing like it just um you just feel like there is there really is no difference but um just to, to go back to it like where, where there would be a very massive difference is if this this the passing system worked the way that it did back in the day and then now you have an option because back in the day using that right stick and pressing it down and and then flicking the stick in the direction you wanted the ball to go and i know you could, you were able, there was a way to change that so all you had to do was just flick the stick in whatever direction and and it would it would hit the pass in that direction um, it just didn't to me it didn't feel intuitive and i know Nestor's saying like all oh, the all the passing should be on the right stick but um, we're not accurate enough with the left stick. Can you imagine how fucking inaccurate things would be with if, if all passing was done with the right stick? I like the idea of... We're not talking 360... Up. We're not talking 360 degree uh, passing, really. Um, I don't know. I just I just feel like with but today... With today's think about this. Think controllers about this. Um, in tech, I think it would work. I think it think could... About, think about this. Um, how, often, how many times have you tried switching players with the right stick and you go to the wrong player? I don't switch players with the right stick. Mm. Yeah, it happens. All right. All right. See, that's, All right. that's, that's, we'll, this we'll, is the we'll, reason we don't have you on anymore. Okay, no, you I don't totally switch with players with the right stick. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't. You're the only one that switches players with the right stick. The only time I do it is like during set pieces. But that's it. And it, it. I feel like for something that is basically eighty percent of the time, ninety percent of the time, that's what you're doing. It, it needs. It needs to be. It can't be that that challenging. Um, it can't be that difficult to complete a passes because then, well, then we go back to the same thing with, with uh, manual passing where you have Iniesta missing pa- passes all over the place. Yeah. I mean, just a thought. We don't have to do that. I like the idea of changing <laughs> things. Though. I like the idea of making something yeah. new or different because the, the game's have I'm changed. Picturing, I'm picturing like skate. Forever. You know, like skate did it with the right stick, right? And it worked. So... Yeah, um, I know, I know. It's it's different. It's different. I, of course, it's different. But I'm just saying, there there could be a way to make it good. I there's mean, always a way. Right? There's yeah. a I think the, there's a way, Nestor. The tricky but, part but, with that is when you're looking at manual passing, and we were talking about earlier about stats based passing. 
if we think about with manual passing, if we make it way too manual, don't you think that may take away from the user's experience of really getting to know their player where they may just be like, right. oh, actually, that really just sucks because my manual passing is that bad. You know, it's not John Terry. Surely it's not. You know, it's definitely my, you know, it's me trying to do this right stick, uh, you know, trying to can, pass it. Can and, I say something real quick? Yeah, of course. To, to me, what makes manual passing different from auto, from from assisted passing? And what it needs to be, in my mind, is where the ball where the ball's supposed to go. So not manual is you're letting the computer decide where the ball's gonna go. And then the stats come in to say how the player passes that ball to get it there. But you're letting the computer decide where there is. See what I mean? It's picking the mm-hmm. spot that it's trying to pass the ball to. Because it's not manual. That spot is being picked. Let's say like a, my player is making a run. Let's say I have the ball in the middle of the pitch and there's a big through ball on across the field to the corner flag. If I hold triangle and point to the corner flag, the AI is deciding where the ball is supposed to go. And that's, that's assisted passing right there. And then it's the stats that say, oh, does he hit a swerving outside of the foot pass? Does he hit it too far ahead of the player? Is it perfect? Is it Ozil? Is it Pirlo? Like, what, how sexy a pass is this going to be? Is it going to be a crappy pass? It's too short. But none of that changes with manual. The only thing that changes is I can precisely pinpoint through some control method I'd like to see the man uh, offer. Maybe it's a dot, like when the ball's in the air in Pez, you can see where it's going to land. Um, maybe that's too extreme, but the only thing that changes in all that is you decide exactly where you're trying to put the ball. But then the stats still come in exactly like they would any other way as to how the ball gets there. Does that make sense? That's how, what you would like to see? Yeah. Or are you describing the current system? No, I'm saying that's what I would like to see. Yeah, okay, that makes Don't sense. Don't think yeah. of, because, that, because what it does is it, all it decides on is where the ball's supposed to go. The ball is not a manual because it's still a ball. Yeah. Does that make sense? Because once you hit it, once you hit it, it yeah. should be out of your control. Yeah. You see what I mean? It 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 yeah. take, yeah. it's it's. Ah oh, man, I hope I'm doing a good idea of explaining. It's not this, Tiger Woods like, golf. Yeah, exactly. Know, it's, it's hard. It's hard to do this without like video or at least you know. No, I, I no, totally no, understand. What I'm, saying, I'm not ta- th- what I'm. My method doesn't take away the stat influence at all. Uh. You see what I mean? That's the yeah. only way for me to get. Otherwise, if it, if you, otherwise it's a constant battle. If you take away, because some to, to some people, any stat influence isn't fully manual. Right. They're saying right. the ball should go where I aim it all the time, and I'm saying you pick the spot to aim, but then the stats kick the in. The stats still and, kick in, and, and everything determine how there. successful but you are. That people, if you can't, if they don't understand the difference, the difference is you choosing the spot you're aiming for, as opposed to the AI choosing the spot you're aiming for. That's the only yeah, difference. Yeah, yeah, because the 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 way that it works now is is not only does the AI determine where the ball's going, the AI also determines where the receiver's going. Exactly. <laughs> and mm-hmm. and where, whereas your method, you're hitting the ball into space no matter what, or to and feed. then it's up. And or yeah, or or to feet if the player's already standing, you know where where the pass went. Um, otherwise, you're you're basically hidden. You, but but what I'm getting at is, like you said, the ball is free after you pass it. So you you're you're hitting the ball, and then if the player's there, it's going to be there. And if the player's not there, then you need to get your player there. Right. Like that's that that's basically what needs to happen. And I feel like that's that's not at all what right. What, what I don't. Goes I don't, on. I don't. I'm not for a manual mode that gives up into in stat influence. No, no, me neither. Uh, Some um, people are. 
Yeah. Well, is there anything See, that changes like, on the UI side of things? Does it does the meter go up quicker, like we were talking about with the error for shot, or well, how does I, that I work? Think in general, that's a separate issue. But I'm in favor for all the reasons B mentioned for a faster meter, yeah. a faster, more sensitive meter in everything. In shooting, I agree with that. In passing, yes. Like I don't yeah. like this whole super slow meter building up and passing. It should go super fast and be harder to hit the. The right, yeah. you know, because of the whole, and then that it's for all the reasons B said. It's just totally. I think it'll work, and it, that is part of the reason why. Like, did Pez really have a pressure system back in the PS2 days? Probably not. Yeah, definitely not. But it no, makes you feel that did. way, right? Because right. because so, of, yes. I just remember doing. Um, You're right. It was so sensitive when trying to do long, like cross field passes mm -hmm. uh, through the air. I just remember how sensitive it was, and and you were, you were, it was you were almost gambling, um, hitting. You know those diagonal crossfield passes because if you didn't load it just right, they, you were going to overhit it and it was going to go out of bounds, or you were going to underhit it um, and you know risk it being intercepted and losing possession. I'm I'm just strictly talking about those crossfield passes, and that's yeah. that's something that that the passing meter really did well back then. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Can I can I interject real quick? Like all you like here hearing this conversation about. Re, uh, redoing the passing system, uh, I just in my head it doesn't work with buttons. Like um, it, it would, it's just I feel like I'm just coming up with this now. Really, um, I feel like we're gonna need the, we're, we're, I'm using the left stick to move my guy, and then I'm using the right stick to pass, and then I'm actually using the tr the right trigger to shoot. Um, uh, it's just for some reason buttons don't work um, because because I feel like I need to feel. Nestor, just sense. sign off, dude. Just, just get off. <laughs> just sign the fuck off. He's kidding. Don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking with Don't <laughs> I was about to sign off. <laughs> uh, in that case, I, it would be the range of motion for that right stick. Is that right, Nestor? So you would, yeah. you would basically like how far you would push that, right? And that's right. how it would determine if it goes to rose ed or if it goes to, you know, perfect in, right. in place. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, yeah. But so I think that you're right, Dennis. Huh? I think there's opportunity there to change things. Like, now, that, like, here's just an example off the top of my head right now. And it might be crazy, but it also might help with the idea of responsiveness. What if when you were passing, what if, and this could go for shooting too. This is just, ugh, man, I have no idea what you guys are going to say. But what if the first, so for a pass, it's X. What if the first tap of X actually started the animation and started your bar? And then you had to press X again to stop the bar and pass <laughs> the ball to actually so, hit the ball. Yeah, yeah. So it's a quick, it's like a quick double tap, depending on what you want to do. It might make it feel more responsive too, because you're actually now you're interacting with the animation, as opposed to just hitting X and then waiting for the pass to happen. You're actually right. waiting for that second press. Think of it as like how good in Gears of War the active reload felt mm -hmm. when you time it perfectly. Um, if they did it quickly and it wasn't. I mean, not, not, I mean, it's all about programming and how it actually feels in your hands, but it could be the same for shooting. Like you, you start to basically when you press square, that plants your foot real quick and you have to hit square again to stop the bar and then hit the shot. So everything's a double tap. And to me right now, even, even hearing myself saying it sounds kind of monotonous, but I'm thinking, you there know what, change, there might man. be There's something just, there. Like it might actually, yeah. you know what? Yeah. I, I like the you idea of, re, um, you have to redefine the, the way we play these games because what we're talking about we just, for some reason, in my head, buttons don't work, man. You got to use the triggers and the sticks. Um, no, I'm still a button guy. I'm not there. No, yet, I, I'm totally opposed. <laughs> yeah, he, I'm totally opposed to using the sticks, um, Charles, to using Charles, the right stick or, or triggers. Yeah, Charles, um, I get what you're saying. Guys here are double tap. Yeah, and 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 I'm thinking about it, and it makes a lot of sense. I just don't think 
Yeah, there's something not right I, I just, about it. I know. It's, well, I just think here, about here, it. Though, here's, currently, here's the player switch. Here's how you fix that. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry here's how you fix that. Now go ahead. You don't need to do a double tap, <laughs> but if you press a button too early, you swing and miss. You have to wait to the right time, and I, I don't. I, ah, I like I, that. I, I swear that there was a, a game, and I'm trying to remember which fucking game it was, where you could hit the button too early and swing and miss. Well, you know, if you change if you change the player switch to what is it, unassisted or whatever it is, with no yeah, assist, it locks. It, it locks. locks them in. So essentially, you could use that same mechanic, right? Instead of using the same button to switch to a player, it would just you know proceed with that animation that you're talking about, Charles. So instead, it would, it would be the same thing. It just essentially, instead of it doing the, you know, it would automatically do the switch on its own. But instead, it it you know it would trigger an animation instead. Right. It could be yeah. done. Yeah, I just yeah, like it's to see I like get that. Yeah. And and this is coming from a guy who would be perfectly fine with them basically just going back to the systems they had 10 years ago. That would be fine for me too, but I'm still yeah. trying to think of new ways just to to get it to feel even better. You know, it's, Yeah, it's, I like the I like the swing and miss idea. Like I feel like um <laughs> I like it too. Okay, just, that? It, oh wait, it was you Jose, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, cuz nobody's taking my ideas. We Mister, all like I'll see, I like the right I do like the right analog though. I'm thinking about it the same way. You could combine the best of both worlds with that though. Right analog with with the same, you know, instead of using a button, you could do the same thing cuz my biggest thing with pass that gets me utterly depressed is how many one touch passes I can make. That's the thing. Throughout right, the pitch. Right. Right. Like, yeah. I always get so frustrated by that. Well, you guys want a like, fucking realistic point? game. It's like fuck, man. You guys need to use the fucking analog and triggers. I mean, that it's just. You're right. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just. I'm throwing it out there. I, I think. I hope we're somebody talking about. We're talking about simplifying the passing right. methods. <laughs> yes. And you're talking <laughs> about swinging your dick on your joystick. Right. <laughs> exactly. Dude, it's because we're so yeah, tied yeah. into the traditional way. I mean, we have to it, for this shit to move forward. We gotta innovate on the way we control these fucking. Games. I'm a. I agree with you, but I'm a big fan, and what I've been trying to push on this. No, podcast and you're is the, the reason why this fucking game is like. No, I'm kidding. I am the. Reason. <laughs> I'm just saying, as many like. It's the kiss principle, dude. Fucking... It's the kiss principle, and we've gotten away from that. Okay. I think. Well, I think the I think the passing cone is more of more online. Because it's been proven that it works. If you guys, if that's the following, you know, as the basis, taking baby steps, if you will, I think that's a lot more modifiable. That's a lot more, you know, quantifiable. You can, you can do that. That's easier, and you know, make the make the cone smaller, make the cone, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, shake all about under pressure, make the rumble of the stick. I mean, there's so many different aesthetics that you can do with that. Yeah, the, the, the problem yeah, I have true. with the cone idea is. Don't think of like, it as a cone. Um, it's, yeah, it's actually yeah. a percentage of a, the likelihood of a, the percentage of a hood of a likely successful pass, basically. So it's not a visual indicator, right, Charles? No, no, no. Yeah, it, it, yeah okay. It's basically not, invisible. That was would, my you, thing too. You I didn't want it to see. see it. No, you wouldn't see anything. Okay. But yeah. what I what I have written out in the, in the article that I didn't publish or did or whatever that I that I will put up online if people want to see is yes. you could go into the menu. And see people's passing cones written out. Almost, it's just as visually um, useful as the the uh, octagon, not the octagons, but what, what you know what I mean, where the stats yeah. go. What do we I actually mean, call yeah. those? Hexagons. Hexagons. No. Are they hexagons? Yeah, they're hexagons. Okay, so it's just another way to go into another menu, and you'd see the player's stat hexagon, like yeah. that. Remember what well, we wanted that back for so long because it immediately visually indicates where a player is is talented. If he's a better passer, yep. better shooter, quicker, quicker, slower. If he's a, mm-hmm. like that hexagon, just it shows you right away. So what I tried to do was create something that did the same thing for a player's passing abilities. 
so you could just look at it right away. And hearing me talk about it, it's not that perfect, but I think when you look at the diagram, you say, okay, that guy has a huge vision and a smaller error um, based on how fast he's moving in the position he's facing. Right. See what I mean? Yeah, definitely. So, I, I'm, so I'm all would, for that. Yeah, I love it. It would that be idea. a menu thing. I mean, it would it would be in play, but you wouldn't see an overlay or that, or anything when you're playing. I, I think I hate I, UI I think stuff we like should, that. I think we should see it, but only in a replay if you activate a button. If you like, it should be rainbows. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it would be cool to see something like that. Uh, and on a replay, and you just press in the right stick to turn it on and off or whatever. The other thing I wanted to bring up is, what do you guys feel about actually? Because we. Also, we're big fans of overemphasizing, over-exaggerating player stats because we think that's the the way to get individuality back in this game. Like we talked, like we're, sorry, Brian talked about with PES 15, the uh, demo had over-exaggeration, and we feel the PS2 games had over-exaggeration. So let me throw this idea out there: having more animations tied to skill traits. So I think I mentioned this already in the podcast, but like something like a, a back heel, actually directly behind you, a back heel, having that be a skill trait that some players simply don't have. So when you try and pass the ball behind you, your player has to take a slow turn, and he's much more likely to make a bad pass. Maybe there's another skill trait where, um, where like the base skill for passing is basically players have to have to play the way they face. So only certain players literally can play a good pass. Um, while playing in a different direction from where they're facing. And yeah. I feel like if you got like six of those together, I'm sure all of us right now could probably shoot off six ideas, six traits based on passing. And maybe most players have all of them or three of six of them or something like that. But I think even just doing that would make players feel extremely different. And yeah, right away I you'd agree. be like, oh, that guy I, just pulled off a, off a pass that I know 10 guys on my team can't do. Or a yeah. player has a really good chip pass. Exactly. You know, like a chip, chip, chip inside pass, the box. Outside of the foot pass. Not just this whole chip pass with backspin that they've been trying to shove down our throats. No, yeah, no, 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 I know, I know. But well, only like maybe that's a, that's like one of the passing like, traits a player right, has. Like, like, maybe like he this, just sucks on the ground and it's better in the air. Like, you know? Yeah, right. No, there are, and there are people that, there are people. No, yeah. there's yeah. a guy there who can, can, as he's off balance, you know, if you're, or if you're, if you yeah, if you're sprinting, an off balance passer, like, dude, we could shout off these so quickly. And I swear to God, if, if you did that for shooting, for passing, for first touch, if you got I think six traits, traits for like all those yeah, things, I, yeah. and then assigned those to certain to play. Ugh, dude, that's I think the there way needs to be more traits, and I think that the traits that are currently there are are underutilized. But they need to be the, over exaggerated, exaggerated traits. Like yeah, uh, you know, being able to pass with both feet, ambidextrous or whatever. That's not good enough. You don't notice it enough. Having yeah. just the backspin on a on a lofted through ball. You see it ten times and it's boring as fuck. It's yeah, right. they need to be have more exaggeration. They so need I to love that idea make, of an make off a difference. Pass they need to actually, yeah, like they, they, you need to be able to make it to the point where if this player doesn't have this trait, you simply cannot play that pass. Yeah, and the more traits <laughs> like, you yeah. have, you get back to what? How many times in old Pez you could play? You could play uh, winning eleven six, winning eleven seven, whatever, for a year, and then you'd have a moment where you go, "Oh fuck, I never saw that before." Did you see that pass? Did you see how he made that pass? You know what I mean? Yeah, and, you go into the replay, right. that, and we used to talk about that in reviews all the time. We'd say, we are continuing to see things that we haven't seen before. And, and, and it wasn't always just animations. It was situational things. I mean, the game only yeah. has a certain amount of animations. You're going to see pretty much all the animations that game has to offer, depending, you know, and for some people longer, depending on how often you play the game. But you will see different situations and different outcomes that yeah. make you stand up and go, oh, that felt different. The more yeah. s 
overemphasis, over-exaggeration there is, the more stats specific to certain players, certain traits, I think that's the direction the game needs to go. And that was the Pez magic, and they still don't have it yet, but it is promising. They're heading They're heading in that direction. Yeah, I, I feel like... Push it up to um, 11. I think they're, right, they're afraid yeah. to go too far for some reason. And, and you know what? If you're going to make your fucking forwards give them... A, if you're worried that your strikers are going to be have too much over-exaggeration, number one, don't make it just about speed. Let's have some traits yeah. that have something to do with out speed. And then also, give your defenders. Exaggerate the hell out of their ability to features. tackle yeah. and track and head the ball. <laughs> you know, I want John... Here, I'll give John Terry some credit here. I want him to win nine out of ten head, head balls, <laughs> you know, or headers coming into the center of the pitch and crosses. And you know what I mean? Make him feel like a fucking beast. That's that's yeah. what the Makalele used to feel like a fucking beast. Remember? Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they yeah. should focus that next. You know, is um, I think that the the huh? defenders, the defenders. Yeah, yeah. I Make think the I think that the OP. balance, the balance, the the currently seventeen has the illusion of having good balance, right? Because, um, and I, I say that it's an illusion because um, no defense balance. moves the way that the way that they fucking do there. Like that, the reason no. why defense is is decent in 17 is because they've completely forget about the ball and just fucking run back and, and yeah. basically park themselves. So, um, that to, to me, that's, that's, that's a cover up, right? Like I, I don't, I don't think that this, the defense is actually that good. Um, I did when I first played it until I realized what was going on. Um, but I, I think like, you know, they, they that's what they need to focus on. They need to focus on making making defenders actually outperform, like you know, the attackers. They, they making them, giving them the tools that they need to actually stop attacks. You know, like instead of just rushing them back and crowding, and and like that's kind of what they're doing right now. And, yeah. and you know what I mean? Like, and I feel like. There, the pressure system it, will help that whole process. Though. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And, and and better physicality and better physicality is is, is yeah. something that I've been, I've been calling for for a while. I think physic physicality is massive in in, in defending. Um, a, a defender doesn't need to be fast. He needs to know how to use his body and where to put it. And and you know if if a defender knows how to do that, then Messi is going to struggle to get around him. You know what I mean? Like it's not going to be an easy thing that I'm right. just going to run past and push the ball forward and run past the guy. Like you would need right a, because that's what you have now for that. You get right, the ball like, to Messi out wide. All you have to do is hold the sprint button and, and push push it past the guy. That they don't, right the defenders them. don't know how to use their body. Yeah, and so that's right and even the, though Pe even though like old school winning eleven and Pez didn't have kind of the physicality, the one thing it did video. have. What's that? They didn't have the visual, like body to body, like right. you know, shuffle. Like, but there was there was something in place that there was some the something defenders were strong. That there was because even I mean, you go put on like Pez six, and who's the best player in Pez six? Probably Ronaldinho. You go tr go to dribble with Ronaldinho, and you go you come up against good defenders, and it's going to be tough. Like you have to you have to earn really everything. Yeah. You really yeah. had to earn everything, even when you were Ronaldinho or or Henri. Um, and and the one thing right now in Pez twenty seventeen is you just got to hold the sprint button and go on an angle. You're not earning shit. They're just giving it to you because there's no system in place for the defenders to use their body and make you earn it. You know yeah, what I'm it saying? Doesn't feel timing based. Anymore. And the defenders defenders also attack the ball too much. Yeah, um, the the way that the the way that the system works, I, I love, and I know not everybody here is going to agree with this. But I love the defending in FIFA, in FIFA 16, 
Um, I love the defending in FIFA. I love what they've done over the years with the defending in FIFA since they added their tactical defending. Um, I still think that that system can be better. But I, I like that's the risk best we've ever pressing. seen. I like the risk-reward pressing. Yeah, I feel like that's the best defending system we've ever seen. Yes, can it, it's not perfect, and it can definitely improve. But and I don't you know think we see anything that comes close to that. And that's because right. you have to position yourself. You have to pick your po- pick your spots of when you're going to poke for that ball. Because right. if you poke at the wrong time, you give in, and you're totally and, you, and you're you're dead for seconds. Right. Like, I mean, yeah, you can catch up and whatever. Right. I mean, it's not perfect, like I said, but they have the right idea with what they're doing. Right. Um, and I feel like it can be refined. And, and, and I feel like there was a moment in Pez where they where where there was a, a good idea for defending. And I think it was back in Pez 11. They also had really good passing in that game. Um, but they had the right idea. They just they, they dropped it, you know, because it, I don't know why they dropped it. But. Um, you know the idea of how you can track the the, um, the attackers and and get close to them and track from further away. And sometimes sometimes defending is more about guiding the offense rather than actually stepping in and taking the ball. And yeah. and I feel like that's totally missing in these games. And the thing that comes closest is FIFA. Yeah, the thing with 17, Jose, I agree with you completely. And I know we've talked about that before, but the main thing that I always stress right now with 17 is and why it's so frustrating because, like I said, it's one or two tweaks away from being really good. That shifting to attack they they use in 14, they need to bring that back. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, though, if you talk about all these traits, you can't cancel out those traits by having overemphasis and tactics. Because the tactics yeah. are what cancel it out. You put if you put a certain pressure, you know, level, right? But then you also have uh, you know somebody who's who's uh, an anchor man, right? In defense, you know, you can't expect him to still perform at that same level and then ha- have their intensity at you know at eleven, you know, or whatever value that is. So you can't have this tactical, what I call as tactical adherence, right? Like how much of an emphasis are you obe- obeying these tactics in real life? Players don't obey the tactics. Like, right. you know, do or die. There has right, to be right. a balance between that, like a teamwork. I mean, yeah. remember there was a teamwork value, a chemistry yeah. value. That has to come into a play that with the ratings. Well, and and something good, yeah. something could come into play. There could be uh, like a, a pressing stat for yeah. each individual player. For example, yes. Arsenal, Arsenal wants to press Tenacity. high up the field, but everybody mm-hmm. fucking knows Ozil's going right. to be walking. Right. So yeah. you... Right. you like that's that's something that's another yep. kind of layer there that should be implemented because if yep. you want to be a pressing based team, well, right. why why isn't Ozil pressing? Because he's a mm-hmm. fucking bitch and doesn't press in real life. He walks <laughs> yeah. because that's how oh, it works in past 2014. Like I, uh, you know, I'm a PC guy and I edited all players with a global okay. editor. Be right back, guys. Right. I yeah. use I edited with all the the global editor and I changed the stats of players and I changed the only thing I changed was tenacity. I raised that all the way up to 99. And I raised that up all the way to 99 and now you see regardless of tactics players are pushing and they're pressuring all over the pitch. And that's just changing the overall value of tenacity alone. And what do they do? They've gotten rid of tenacity now. You know, so it's that little emphasis that individualizes players that they need to go back to, like we keep talking about, and with the stat-based approach. And that's really what's missing. Um, and you can't sub in um, player traits to perform that, right? And just the same way you can't have tackles stun players. So, you know, on a, just a tackle, it shouldn't stun players. There should, you know, there should be a balance there between, you know, shifting to attack 
back and running away from the ball as soon as it's a 50-50 ball. That's what's the issue that I'm seeing a lot of with 17 especially. Mm -hmm. Nicely said. Yeah. Well, guys, we're an hour and 30 minutes into this thing, and I'm not sure how much of it is actually about passing, but we did try. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I think that the main thing here is that we're talking about all this stuff that this game used to have, doesn't have anymore, and it feels like every year they introduce a new system or something new, and then the next year it's not even there anymore. So it's just back and forth. It's progressing in a way, and they're also removing a lot of stuff especially with the the whole, you know, stats stuff. So it's I don't fundamentals know. I, though, isn't it? You, I still feel like even when you push on advanced features, like you look at today's game, like you said, Brian and, and Jose, um, when you go back to the old game, maybe when you were growing up with it, you didn't feel the need to, to manual pass very much. But now you go back and play those old games and, and now you do feel the need. But those games had fundamentals nailed down and everything related really well. So to me... I want to see them nail those fundamentals again because even though the features are more advanced now, they're not built upon strong fundamentals. So they're yeah. inconsistent. Right. And yeah. they don't work. And they might even be gone next year and just be replaced yeah. by, by something else. So like, I want to see the game kept simple, which is why I'm not ready for the, the joystick and trigger stuff yet, Nestor. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that it's, like, it's not the way forward, but I feel like they need to nail the fundamentals first. Like they yeah. to me before they uh, can no innovate. yeah no no I totally I, I agree. think passing needs to feel good again like to, yeah. passing yeah I think I st- like I said last week like it, about the dribbling I would love to see a guy just dribble down just one guy on the pitch and dribble around and make it feel fun and addicting and great it's like action RPGs it feels good to run around and like jump and hit stuff that just feels good that's the that's the fundamental part of that game. Pez used to feel great just dribbling around with a left stick and passing the ball and shooting the ball and cross. That all felt good. That doesn't so much anymore. Like the, it doesn't feel that great to just do the mundane things, and that's what needs to feel great again. And we're, since we're talking about passing, I think just passing the ball around between players should feel really good. And when you have like you should be able to put twelve. Uh, sorry, you should be able to put um, eleven guys on the pitch and not have anybody on a competing team at all. Like think training mode and just pass the ball around around your team, around your squad, and have it feel great, but also have it not be able to ping-pong pass like crazy. And I'm talking with no defenders. Nothing. Yeah. Like, get that balanced and working so that you're moving the ball around your own team, it feels fun, and it's not ping-pongy. Because even in real life, I mean, you can have the whole yeah. team one touch to each other with no pressure, but it's still not ping-pongy. There's ways to do it. Maybe it's what B said. Maybe it's making that pass meter go super fast and you just have to have better timing and stay calm on the ball. It's, but right there, you have, it's a thinking man's game. You have to stay in the moment and make the, the correct pass, pass it well. You can't just zone out. And in right. a way, I think that's what manual players, that's part of their argument, is that when you're playing manual, you have to pay more attention. You know, but I think there's yeah. ways to do yeah. that to keep people engaged without having to go fully manual and sacrifice stats. And that's all I'm going to say true. is, you know, I'm open to whatever Konami wants to do. But the only thing I'm going to say is that you guys used to do it really, really well. And it might be dated technology, so you certainly can improve upon it. But I think it's worth going back to see why it felt so good. And if you can just get that good feeling again, at least as a starting point. Yeah, I totally Amen. Agree. Agreed. Amen. Totally Agreed. agree with that. Matt, 
you're the guest. Yeah. I should have told <laughs> you to think of an either or at the beginning. Oh. Do you know what an either or is? It's you have to make us choose between two things, preferably soccer related, anything to do with soccer footy. Could be boots, could be could be mm. matches. Last time we did World Cup matches, could be players in different situations, but we have to choose mm. between A or B. Okay. And the, usually the harder the decision, the more interesting. The, there was, the we had a good one, wasn't Didn't we have like a Zidane versus Birdcamp one? Yeah, yeah, we've had some. Right. Yes, that I like great. that one. Okay, let that's me do this. Let's, let's do this. If you need All a couple right. minutes, we can bullshit. Because I'm, I'm okay. really putting you on the spot, and I apologize. Yeah, give me, give me some, some seconds here. Okay. I'm, I'm going right, to figure cool. this out. Let me think. Right. So, everyone, everyone be quiet and make Matt nervous. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Matt's doing that. We can actually, we never do this, and I think about it afterwards, is um, why don't we tell people where they can find us? Because we never do that. So I'll start. I'm on Twitter at uh, Charles Adams T. You can find me there. And of course, you can find us at um, footyunited.com and footy underscore united underscore US on Twitter. And uh, B Man, if people want to find you on Twitter, what's your um, uh, handle? Just you know look, for, uh, look for B Man with the B from Bandetta mask. <laughs> <laughs> Jose, are you still here, buddy? Yeah. Okay, cool. Where can people find you on uh, Z Internets? Um, I'm on Twitter at 8BitJose. Very nice. Nestor? Uh, you can find address, me at that. Please. <laughs> you guys can find me at the Capcom Fighters Network. It's uh, um, 8BitNess. It's on PC. You won't be able to message me, but we can fight. We can definitely. Oh my fight. God. <laughs> no, no. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, Twitter is SuperNestor8 at Twitter. Um, um, I'm just retweeting Street Fighter stuff right now. So, yeah. Awesome. And if you guys, if anybody's listening and you feel like you have something to say, you'd love to come on the podcast, uh, just like Matt did, who is a fucking awesome guest today. Um, Thanks. You're welcome back anytime, man. Uh, but if anybody's <laughs> listening and you guys want to come on, you want to share a perspective, um, you know. You're not a total jerk. I'm sure you're not. <laughs> Shoot us a message and we'll get you on here. Especially, you know what, if you disagree with anything we're saying, because we said this last week too, it would be fun to get some conflicting opinions on here. But, you know, the community's great. And it, it seems to me, you know, when we do our Twitter questions and when we get people on, it actually gives me hope that we're not as divided as sometimes it seems, really. Because yeah, like, I think people just in the end the just want a really good Pez game. Right. And especially people who played the old games. It would be really fun, though, if you're listening, if there's somebody who didn't play classic PES and you got introduced to PES recently, yeah. let's say, 20 in, you know, in PS, the PS3 generation even, when PES wasn't at its strongest. Um, it'd be great to get some perspective from you, somebody like you, and uh, let us know. That would be fun. Yeah, I would love to meet somebody that preferred... That preferred FIFA in the PS2 days and then preferred Pez in the PS3 days. <laughs> that person doesn't exist. And I would love to meet that person. His just name's David Rudder. Find out why. <laughs> David Rudder. All right. All right. I think I got one here. All right. Because this is because this is something that made history recently with the video replay technology. Ooh, okay. I like it. Yeah, so video replay technology. If you had to pick one or the other, either video replay technology, that's just most recent, or or uh, goal cam, which would you pick? You mean like goal line? Yeah, goal line decision mm -hmm. camera. Which is implemented now. 
Yeah. yeah. In like the EPL. Okay. Almost. Now, almost that's a good question. Replay technology, are you talking about like um, if there's an offsides, the referee would get buzzed? Hey, you know, you missed an offside. Right. Yeah. It's pretty much like any decision. Uh, Let's put it that important. way. Like assistant referee right. decisions. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Or goal cam. Yeah. yeah. So question, except for the camera. Uh-huh. I know. Okay. They're, impl- they're trying to implement that now in like the MLS. Basically, they yeah, are. They the question how they're doing it. So it's it, it comes into play if the play has stopped and there's an opportunity to, to opportunity to review something. Not right. the other way around. They don't stop play to review something. It only uh, happens like if it, the play uh, was naturally stopped, right? Like the on chance an offside. Ha- or, exactly. If the yeah, chance to yeah, stop yeah. it happens. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, yeah. I wouldn't like that because uh, I, fe- I I fear that it will it will get even it will get um overused later right. on maybe not right now but later on I don't I just don't want the sport to turn into fucking the NFL which right. every fucking yep. foul is a fucking com- Budweiser commercial <laughs> and um I just don't I just don't want that I just Dude, don't the want NFL that, so. the games were like four hours like they're yeah. I'll never yeah, forget the first ridiculous. time I went to a live game. And they stop for a commercial. And I'm like, wait, why the fuck are we stopped? And they're like, oh, it's commercial. I'm like, oh, fuck, that's right. Like, that's how TV, TV works. Time- <laughs> Dude, TV timeouts, you go to an NFL game, TV timeouts I mean. literally suck the life it's out of the awful. stadium. It's worse than like, you could get, You could get an interception, big turnover, everybody's cheering, then they go to a timeout for five minutes, the stadium dies. And it's right. like, yeah. dude, you can't even I, take advantage of like that, the energy. It's just, it's yeah. horrible, the advertising. I think I know how we're going to vote, Matt. Yeah, <laughs> so that's well, my that's reason good. to be. Why yeah. I, I would go with goal line technology. Okay, but so my, my just going reason, goal line. I'm goal going goal line as well because I think one, getting the goal right is the most important yeah. thing, yeah. and yeah. two, I also believe that that referees are part of the human error is part of the game, and you know, there's close offside calls that there there's ones that you know technically could go either way depending on the vantage point. Uh, of the of the sideline officials so i mean i just i just like you're you're taking out uh, the pureness even if it if a decision is wrong it's it's just part of the game it's part of the human error of the game that's been around ever you know what i mean and and another thing to give credit is that it takes actual skill to be a referee and by and yeah and and people don't. It takes actual uh, skill to fool the referee into calling yeah. something that didn't exist. Like, <laughs> right. I, I would, and, and I would people, not be opposed of having a referee for each half. half. Yeah. Like uh, the you Probably like a new referee. Pitch. Yeah, yeah, no, like no, two um, referees. No, two referees. No, no, each no, half of the field. You mean two referee? Okay, thank right. you. Okay, yeah, yeah. each okay, half yeah. of the pitch. You have yeah, one. Yeah. This way, because the referee can't see. He's his head's not on a three sixty degree swivel. So yeah. if you got a referee, the play could be on one end of the pitch. The referee in the back can see if you know Ibrahimovic is like kicking out a guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'd like right. to see more exactly. referees, more yeah, referees the reason, on the um, yeah. And the Very. reason I said that was because like if if we if we're stopping the game every once in a while just to to review a play or whatever, it's gonna take that skill away from being a referee. Like later mm-hmm. down the line, you know, yeah. and that's what I fear for. They won't have to worry about you know and adapting it, and it's to. It's gonna take the skill away from getting your team a win when nothing yeah. existed. Like yeah. I, I feel like that's a talent that people don't give. I guess don't give credit in a sense. It's yeah. looked at as right. cheating or whatever. But I mean, making a foul look like a foul, yeah. or making something that wasn't really a foul look like a foul. Like it's it's not an easy thing to do. Did you guys see the green card thing? I read about it today. 
No, no. There, is, there is a green card system, not to derail this just real quick, and I saw it today, and I'm not sure what league it was in, but it is being implemented right now, that when what? a player shows a, um, a, what's the word, sportsmanship, an act of sportsmanship, like, like if the ball goes out of bounds and the ref misses it and he comes back and says, nope, it went out, it touched me, like it's there, and he gives the throw into the other team, the referee can reward that with a green card. And if a team has a certain amount of green cards by the end of the season, they get rewards. Whoa. So it's mm. supposed to push fair that's, play. That's a good idea. I like it's that. Like good behavior. I really yeah. like that idea. And it can be monetary. I, I, I don't know what kind of rewards it can be, but I'm assuming it could be, <laughs> right. you know, money talks. But anyway, um, yeah. I'm gonna vote. Green. I'm gonna vote goal line technology because I like it a lot. And as an England fan, I've watched them lose games, big games, because of that shit. Um, but I will say that I think I don't like the idea of stopping play to review something. And I think that there should be a fourth referee up in the box that makes those calls, not the referee down on the field that has to like go and watch footage. I think it's mm. a guy up in the box off the field. I don't care if you see his face or not. He's on radio contact with the ref, and he says, nope, that was offsides. Nope, that wasn't. Nope, that guy hit that guy. Ibrahimovic just fucking kicked him in the back. I am for that, and I'm for those decisions happening after a natural stop in the game. Yeah, because yeah. it already um, happens. Because it, it already that happens. Already it already yeah, happens. Um, and the other thing yeah. is, it's everybody's watching on TV, and I don't think we should be able to... It's one thing for them not to show replays in the stadiums because you don't want people fucking losing their minds. But um, everybody watching the game on television has access to that footage, and I think the ref in today's modern day and age deserves access to that footage as well because it, it would... I know in, my, in moments... I want to kill referees, and I know it's not fair, but I yeah. literally want to dude, kill them. Dude, they're part of the game, dude. I'm just telling you how I feel. Yeah, but I don't think well, I don't. I think, yeah, but how you feel is wrong. So that's just the way go. it is, dude. <laughs> there you go. Still voting goal line, but I do want to see that tech make its way into the game in some shape or form. All right, so I'll go I like next. it. Um, I'll go next, and um, I agree with pretty much everything you guys said. But I'm not gonna vote goal line. <laughs> um, I want tech in. I want to take in the game now because I am sick and tired of everybody blaming the referee about everything. I'm mm. Fucking sick of it. I've had enough That's of it. Too. Um, it, I cannot fucking stand it. It drives me fucking crazy to the point where. It makes me question why the well, fuck well, I that's even, like, like involved the, the in this Arsenal sport. game today. Uh, <laughs> after after Arsenal Arsenal lost again five one to Bayern Munich. What, Wenger's first thing was to blame blame the referee, <laughs> and it's, it's like dude, it's, it's, it's it's not the referee's fault. You lost ten no. to two on aggregate it's, it's to Bayern not. Munich. It's, it's, the referee didn't kick the ball into the fucking net. You know, he didn't prevent the ball from going into the net with his hands. No, the referee it, it, wasn't the last man who took out Lewandowski. Like, that's the fucking yeah, Dude, it's a fucking cop <laughs> out. Say he tends it, to it blame really the ref. Emphasis on 10 too. I don't know, man. Yeah. To, to, to me, I, it, uh, the, the reason why I want tech involved, and this is something that I felt really strongly against. Um, but recently I was listening to podcasts and, and, uh, they were, they were basically talking about, um, how easy it is to pay off or to bribe a human being. <laughs> and if there was a way to like eliminate that aspect of the sport, um, I feel like, um, Dude, that's like my, my buddy thinks the NFL is just completely rigged. A lot, a lot of people think every sport is completely rigged. And I think that it's impossible to be a fan of anything if you believe that. Like I'm a boxing fan and I think pretty much the whole world knows it, but I'm in denial because <laughs> why would I watch boxing? 
Why yeah. would I like anything? Like, if, wait, if, but hold if on. That's how I fucking felt. My like, buddy just, thought the Super Bowl, and granted, um, this tells you a lot about him because uh, he's a police officer, so he he obviously liked Donald Trump. So that tell, tells you basically a lot about this guy when he's like, dude, you're fucking, you're, you're the Atlanta Falcons were up, what, like 30, 30 points almost? And you think they just like blew the game because those guys were fucking in Vegas? He's like, dude, it's conspiracy, man. It's conspiracy. Very crazy motherfucker. Yeah, so that, um, that, would, that would eliminate a lot of that talk. Um, I, it would eliminate the whole blaming the fucking referee and oh, you know, one change that I would out. like, Jose. Um, I the one thing because referees get get shit on for stoppage uh, stoppage time. Like no one knows what well what's going on in the referee's head. Why don't every time there's why every time the ball goes out of bounds, every Just, time there's a whistle yeah. blown, stop the clock. clock Just stop the clock. Stop and start Before. it, and then and then what like everybody school. knows. Just start it every yeah. time. Right. Yeah. Everyone knows when it gets to. <laughs> To the minute forty-five, boom, it's over. I don't know yeah. if there's a really good reason why they do it that way, other than I don't know either. Done it that way. Right. Yeah, I just know in high school they always stopped it. Um, yeah. co- college, they did the same thing; they stopped it as well. That's what so. they thought stoppage time meant. <laughs> stop <laughs> time. Right. Stop time. X. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what okay. they should do. That would alleviate a lot of. Yeah, no Fergie time. Dude, the refs get killed. Like, oh, there was supposed to be three minutes of stoppage time, and. Now there's five, and the team scored, and everyone's going crazy, and it's yeah. a conspiracy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But there's your human element. There's your human element. B. That's the best yeah. example of the human element that they just completely leave it up to the ref. Right. You know, and that's kind of where I come into is in that aspect. You know, answering my own you know topic or the question. But I'm a I'm a you know I know you guys are all too. I'm I'm a footy purist. You know, like you get into the emotion of. You know the beauty of they call it the beautiful game, right? It's it mimics life. It's not fair, you know. And, and that's that's yeah. the life beauty of, of the game, it. you know. Yeah, exactly. You know, you get used to it. You go through the heartache, that's but that's you know, it's part of the the passion, I guess. So, but you know, I'm with goal line in this aspect. I, I'm not a fan at all about this AR or whatever this is called. Um, you know, to think it, but it's most recently came up, of course, here happening in the MLS. You know, it's it's just kind of just kind of crazy i think it's feeding off into you know the culture and Mm -hmm. of who wants to love the word soccer and love soccer you know and have it relate to america (laughs) sorry that's got to be his phone yeah i was gonna say brian (laughs) but that's definitely it i think that's just kind of like what they're looking at now and you know i I get it uh it's just the football purist in me doesn't you know it 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 just doesn't you know ring the nostalgia that i was used to growing you know growing up with and i'm sure i've heard you guys talked about plenty of times you know we talk about old pest games we think about our nostalgia of like what we you know what happened that year you know what were the injustices that happened to our teams etc you know and now you think about oh technology is going to bail them out or you know screw them over either or that's an yeah I, I totally agree i totally yeah. i feel like it's 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 pointless to complain about a referee when um things happen both ways at any given time like yeah. there, how many every single one of us can took and think about a moment when our team was helped out and when our team was screwed over Every Not single me. one of us. Nope. And, nope. <laughs> you know, nope. it, it just it it's it's the way the sport works. It's the way things happen. It's just sometimes you get lucky and sometimes you get unlucky. It's just how it is. Um, you know, but like for me, it's just the the thing I want gone is is the complaining. 
and and the blaming the referee. I don't want the referee. Yeah, well, but that will yeah, that's cop out. It's going to be a cop out every time. You know, that's what they're there for. I don't want the referees gone. I don't. I, I I don't want technology to take over. But I feel like when technology does take over, there's nothing left. Yeah. There's 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 nothing left. There's no more holding on to this referee and and why we lost today and right. and we're holding on to this something that's that's got nothing. We we have a tendency as as human beings to point the finger at somebody else when things are our fault, and and that's just how that's just society, like yeah. you know. And 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 I want I, like that's a part of society that I feel like is getting worse and worse as years go on. Um, where we're always looking for a reason to not take responsibility for things that happen in our lives. And I feel like it's bleeding into everything else, you know, and, and it's, to me, ruining a, a, a beautiful part of the game. Yeah, well said. Yep. Next week, Gentlemen. we're going to be talking about guilty consciences. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is there really an afterlife? Do UFOs exist? Brian, <laughs> am I am I going to have health care? <laughs> you fuck. Does Donald Trump really use scotch tape on his ties? <laughs> Spray on duct tape. <laughs> well, thank you guys wait, for listening. Wait, I have, I have a question. All right, yeah, no, we can end the podcast. <laughs> now people are going to be in suspense. Um, you guys know where to find us. We'll be back hopefully in uh, two weeks. And Matt, thank you so much for uh, joining us, man. It was a pleasure. Thanks, having thanks you on. Matt. Thanks. Appreciate it. Appreciate Love it, guys. Thanks for having us. me on. Anytime, man. We will talk to you guys next. Uh, sorry, next time. Two weeks, hopefully. Bye bye.